Michael Calero, yes. Thomas Parson. You guys wrote a book called Quested. We did. We did. This, this is, is a fun book, man. We think so. You gave us a little bit of a tease, and I got okay. You said that you think you know. I think why I know I like why this. you like it. Be real. Why and the reason, so so we the, just met Michael. How do you know me so well? So the, how I've always explained this book and the the original inception of it is, I wanted to make Hellboy ah. meets Legend of Zelda. Okay. And I see the tattoo. Oh, the tattoo gave it away. Yeah, you, 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 Hellboy meets Legend of Zelda. Yes. Interesting. All right. So, Quested, um, this is, is a book that both of you put together. Yeah. Um, tell me what you can about it because we're, we're seeing an introduction of a character who happens to be on the preview of the Ashcan. Our copy, anyway. Our the copies. Yeah, there's different copies, yeah. right? But the ones that we got. Um, so, that was the first one I was like, you know. Navigating to what is this? And we have a a, a new character here who is just entering the scene strong. Yeah. Just chopping heads to save a princess. Yeah. So the Zelda analogy. Yeah. So that was that was the thing is like the 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 origin of it. There's a there's a few things. I I've always been a big RPG fan. There we go. And you know, when you start an RPG, you put the name in of like who your character is. This was the character that I was in these games this is the the that was where this started no kidding and i was the boring guy i always put my own name in yeah i know this was the character and it and it became a thing where uh, playing games like legend of zelda i always thought it was funny this idea of this character just showing up to someone's dungeon and just destroying all of these minions and this stuff like uninvited just coming and destroying everything and that's that's what we want i wanted to start the episode with or the issue with was here is this character busting up a dungeon and because it is a comedy action book and there is a lot of like kind of tongue in cheek spoofing of that genre, it just felt really great to like go straight from that. And, you know, we have this kind of joke set up and you go straight into this crazy action scene and then it goes right back into this, like how ridiculous this character is. Oh, I love it. I mean, we're seeing a very friendly vibe. I mean, we've, we've read some, some books recently that we, you know, like this, this style of very, very vibrant but still dark. It's still mature. I mean, we're seeing like yellow blood, but it's still yeah. blood nonetheless. Yeah. The, uh, actually, it's funny you mentioned yellow because the, the first thing I think of when I flip this page and get to this book is colors. Yeah. Like the art, the art and the colors in here really grab, really grab me. And it does a good job of kind of letting your guard down and thinking that you might be getting in for like a, a not so violent book, especially because it starts with people playing cards, you know, even though one of them is in a cage. I know. It's a, still a, relatively yeah. fun. a princess <laughs> captured. So, uh, Thomas. What has this uh, creative process been like with Michael? Mike and I actually have been friends for like 18 years. Yeah, probably a long time. 18 yeah. years. Okay. Yeah, we go way back. And we've always just enjoyed kind of picking apart our favorite comics and novels and movies and cartoons and, and stuff like that and just talking about the writing aspect of it. Uh, Mike's been much more active in writing and I've had other careers, so I haven't written as much, but uh, I've had a lot of ideas. So we've been partners for years of just sharing ideas with each other and then getting feedback. And so he called me with this idea at the beginning of the pandemic, I think, right? Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was 2020 that I started producing it with the artist Kit Wallace. Yeah. And uh, we were just doing character designs at that point. So it was just a concept and some character designs was all that I came to the table with. Him. Well, what was that call like? Cause I have this idea. Was it, was it kind of how you set it up? Like, you know, Link is, you know, someone's going to come in here, just bash through the door and you have to deal with them. I, our conversations always meander so yeah. like <laughs> randomly. But I mean, he called with the purpose of, hey, I've got this story I'm working on. I, I, I want your feedback on it. I like, want some ideas. I'm struggling with a few parts of it. And I think you might be able to help me figure that out. And about two and a half hours later, we had outlined, I think, the first 
six yeah, issues. Yeah, it was the first story arc. Yeah. It, that, that's the thing that's really great about it uh, is that, like you, like you mentioned, I'll, I'll call them with just one simple thing of like, hey, I can't figure out this line. I can't figure out this scene. And then by the end of the conversation, we've plotted out three different storylines. <laughs> and so, and it, it was one of those things where I, at the point we got, uh, even in that first conversation, I was like, well, you have to make this with me. I can't, I can't not have you be a part of this process now because so much of your sensibility is baked into it now that it's partly yours position yourself in to be co-writer i like that <laughs> well i didn't really intend to at the end of the co- i mean we had a what probably at least 24 to 50 i don't know conversations like that over the years yeah. that we've known each other and it was the first time mike was really serious i mean he he had said it in the past like i want you to write something with me like i, I think you should write on this story with me or whatever and it was the first time where it was like a seriousness in his voice like it wasn't even an option it wasn't, he, it wasn't a question no it, it was wasn't a, a question he was like demand. you're writing this with me and so we, we set up some meetings and we actually started actually outlining the scripts for the, the issues. And um, then we wrote the first issue and then the second issue and uh, got, got them to our artist, Kit, who just knocks oh, yeah. it out of the park. His, his art is so unique and so gorgeous. You, you've mentioned the colors. His coloring yep. sensibility is just insane. It's been a fun process to just learn how to write comics with Mike yeah. and then to see what Kit produces. Because we got this vision in our mind, and then we write it on a script and hand it to Kit, and then he gives us pages back, and we're like, how did he read? Yeah, his, <laughs> he's he's a uh, just a pleasure to work. I, I'm an illustrator myself, so almost everything I've worked on, I usually will just draw myself. And it's one of the first times where I really felt absolute trust in the artist that I was working with that I couldn't do be- I couldn't do it better than that. There's no there's no reason I could ever find to draw this book cuz he does it so perfectly to what we're envisioning. That's a good point. I mean, every time I hear uh any any kind of interview between comic creators and they always say like I wrote it down and I sent it off and I never imagined what it would look like when I got it back. And I feel like that's got to be like the most rewarding, interesting part of of creating something. Especially something Absolutely. collaborative like that. Like, it's different to write a novel. Like, that's all you. Right. The, the thing that's funny about that is I have a, the same idea, just a little different. I, I'm like, how is this going to be different than what I pictured? I don't think like, oh, I, I didn't envision how this would look. It's always like, what is going to be the thing that I'm going to be like, oh, man, do I have to ask for a change on this? Or like, this didn't, you know, like the artist did something different than I had in my mind. Almost every panel was exactly what I would, I'd hoped he would do with it. He obviously still surprises me every issue because the style is so unique, but it is always like exactly what the page should have. Awesome. Questa debuting in December, December. of this year before year end. Um, we're going to be seeing a lot from this title. I imagine Absolutely. there's going to be stores lining up to do variants with this character on well, it. Speaking of variants, we have two really cool variants that I'm really excited about. One is in the back of the book. It's kind of like a little... Uh, and on the W in the front is from Kim Jacinto, who's a really amazing artist for Marvel. He just uh, did a bunch of X-Men 2099 designs that have been kind of making their way around the internet. And Jim Mafood is also doing a Jim cover Maf- for it. You got oh, Jim yeah. Mafood? Oh, yeah, yeah. snap. Kudos for getting Jim. Oh, he needs great. to be doing so much more. Oh, there's oh, more. We have fantastic. some really cool stuff we're going to talk about with Jim. And, and his cover is amazing. It, yeah. it's, it's gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. What a way to end this conversation about Quested can't have gotten more excited about it. Getting Jim a food on the title. Any last things you want to say to the comic fam about what is coming, um, whether it's with Quested or whatnot publishing? I think for us, it's where we're going with these titles. Like we have some really cool plans with everything. 
quested especially for us this is not like a a one and done kind of thing for us we have some really great story arcs and there are a lot of things we want to expand and bring people into that process and like we talk about community for comic books this is a book that from the very beginning we were trying to figure out how do we make this more than just us putting a book into the world and just like having it be released. The book itself has been done for a very long time and we were waiting for something like this to really come together where it's like, this is the perfect place for it. And so we're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff with whatnot for, for that title specifically. Yeah. We really want to engage people into the world that we're creating quested more than just the comics and a bunch of other avenues. And we've got some ideas for that. So it should be neat. And one last thing, it, I would be a terrible uh, guest to not, what do we got? You, this is for you guys. Oh, this is one of each cover. Oh, fantastic. Okay. New stuff. Oh, look at that. And we have a, a special cover with each of the, um, the different titles that are coming out. And we have a full cover of yeah, Ninja so Fun. That's, that's kind of a special release. Since David Mack was here, we decided to do a full cover. Amazing. Um, look at that. Oh, yeah. They're all foiled. They look great. And then there's this little extra special. We did a little. We alpha betas you. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Is that me? Yes, that's you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Comic fam. What is my life? What not publishing is here. Thank you guys. All right. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you for time. having us. Book has hit 20 bucks. Let off the gas. Comic fan, unless you're really gotten for some jack for the goodness. $75 cover price on this. Don't overbid. But if somebody wants it, we got it. 